Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. If you're like me, it's now the end of the day, and you say, "Uh uh-oh, what are we going to have for dinner? Well, here's the solution. Eating better is easy with Factors Delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. You're going to have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Flexible for your schedule, get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive then take out and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash smirconish50 and use code smirconish50 because you'll get 50% off. That's code smirconish50 at factormeals.com slash smirconish50. Get your 50% off. Welcome. With Michael Smirkanish. Hi, it's Michael Smirkanish. As a Sirius XM and CNN host, I'm known for speaking, but frankly, I read for a living. I need to know what to say, and so I consume over two dozen newspapers and websites daily. I read opposing views and studies and court cases and orders and op-eds just so I can discuss current events on radio and television. But my favorite reading? Books. Old school. And my favorite interviews are with book authors. Book Club with Michael Smirconish is now in session. Question, what's the subject matter of the most popular course in Harvard's history? Happiness. More specifically, the course Positive Psychology, taught by my next guest, Dr. Tal Ben-Shahar, is an internationally renowned teacher and author in the fields of happiness and leadership. His new book is called Happiness Studies. Dr. Ben-Shahar, thanks so much for being here. Great to be here. Thank you. Can you teach yourself? Can you guide yourself toward happiness? Or is it baked in? You either are or you're not. Uh, Well, the, the, the answer is yes. The part of our happiness is, of course, determined by our genes, our very early experiences that we have no control over. And there are also choices. And the key with these choices is to become aware of them, mindful of them, so that we can apply our knowledge in our life. Uh, I remember years ago a friend recommending to me the Dalai Lama's Art of Happiness. 
I read the book. I felt lonely. <laughs> um, you know, it, it, it's interesting. There's actually research about people who wake up in the morning and say to themselves, I want to be happy or happiness is, is, is the goal. They actually end up uh, being lonelier, uh, less happy. What we need to do is pursue happiness indirectly. Just like uh, looking at the sun directly will hurt our eyes, pursuing happiness directly brings happiness. We need to wake up and ask ourselves, how can I be more grateful? Or how can I cultivate healthy relationships? Or how can I um, uh, exercise more? And these are all ways, and there are, of course, many more of indirectly pursuing happiness. And then we feel less lonely and happier. I know you're going to tell me that the answer to the happiness question is not money dependent. But what does the data say about the role of finances? Yes. So when it comes to basic needs, of course, money matters uh, a great deal. However, beyond basic needs, it matters very little. Uh, What matters a lot more is uh, what we do with uh, that money or more specifically what we do with our time. Um, When it comes to money, there is interesting research on the role of giving. Uh, We can gain a, a great deal more happiness. If we if we give, if we donate, if we engage in charity, any non-material giving such as kindness. I believe that. I mean, I I've, I like to think that I've lived that model. And when I'm generous mm-hmm. towards someone else or some cause, it gives me a great feeling about that which I'm doing. Okay, here's another that I know often comes up. Weight. What's the significance, if any, of a person's weight in the happiness equation? Um. What, what matters more um, than weight is uh, whether or not we exercise, whether or not we, uh, we keep uh, fit. So um, there's a great deal of research showing that regular physical exercise, as little as 30 minutes three times a week, is um, uh, equivalent to our most powerful psychiatric medication. Um, so rather than thinking about you know this weight or that weight, uh, less or more, we need to think about being physically active. Dr. Ben Shahar, must I be a person of spirituality to be happy? <laughs> um, yes, absolutely. Though spirituality doesn't necessarily mean religion. It can, of course, and we can get our spiritual quota on you know going to to church or temple. At the same time, we can also lead a spiritual life if we find meaning and purpose in what we're doing, if we're present to our day-to-day experiences. And in that, an investment banker who finds meaning in her work can lead a more spiritual life than a monk who does not. I'm worried that 100 years from now, the Dr. Tal Ben-Shahars of the future will look back on this era and conclude that technology really had negative impact on a whole host of things, including our happiness. Yeah, I'm worried about that, too, and I don't think we need a 100-year perspective. We're already seeing how levels of depression and anxiety are going up, and it's directly related to our excessive use of technology. So technology is great, like many other things, in moderation. However, today, the number one addiction is no longer drugs or alcohol or gambling. It's the screen. And that's unfortunate because it's making us more sedentary and because it's uh, keeping us away from each other rather than connecting us. So social media is actually making us less social. 
Having said that, once again, in moderation, it's great, healthy, and helpful. In your world, what does the word or the acronym SPIRE mean? So SPIRE is uh, the model that I use to explain the, the model of happiness. Uh, the S stands for spiritual well-being, then it's physical well-being, intellectual well-being, relational, and ultimately emotional well-being. All these elements, to a lesser or greater extent, are important when we think about happiness, because one of the mistakes that people make today is that they perceive happiness as a unidimensional construct. In other words, happiness equals pleasure. You know, I was so happy going to the beach, or I'm, I'm happy eating my ice cream. Pleasure is just a small part of happiness, uh, meaning relationships, the mind-body connection. These are all also important elements of the good life. Give me something easy that we can all do to get started <laughs> on a path toward happiness. One step. What would it be? Um, the one step would be uh, to express gratitude rather than take for granted. You know, at every moment in our lives, we, we have a choice. Uh, whether we appreciate or take for granted our loved ones, uh, our health, uh, the food on our table. And if we learn to be more appreciative, then we will be happier. You know, the word appreciate has two meanings. One is to say thank you. The other is to grow in value. And the two meanings are connected. For when you appreciate the good in your life, the good appreciate. For the person that's in our orbit that we know to be unhappy... I understand the advice you just offered. I think it's great. Let's all show gratitude. We'll become more happy about our own situation in life. But how do we reach the person that we know is unhappy and we want to do something for them? Yeah, so the first thing to do is to normalize, to legitimize unhappiness. In fact, the first step to happiness is opening up to unhappiness. Why? Because when you reject um, um, or denigrate uh, painful experiences, these emotions only intensify, they grow stronger. So the first step is accepting, embracing uh, painful emotions, and then asking, okay, now, given that, what would be the most appropriate course of action? It could be starting to exercise regularly. It could be maybe starting a, a meditation uh, practice or expressing gratitude, and most importantly, Spending time with loved ones. Number one predictor of happiness is quality time with, pe uh, with people we care about and who care about us. Re re repeat that. The number one predictor Predict of, happen of happiness is the quality time we spend with people we care about and who care about us. And finally, Dr. Ben Shahar, when did you know? Like, you conceive this class. I'm going to teach a course at Harvard. I will call it positive psychology. I'm sure you never in your wildest imaginations could have anticipated how successful and popular it would become. What was, when was the moment when you said, I'm onto something here? Um, you know, when, um, when students came to me and initially started off as a very small class, and students came to me and said, um, this is making a difference in my life, in, in my relationships, in my relationship to, to, to school. And, um, and, you know, th that was my intention because, um, you know, I was a student just a few years before they were, and I experienced unhappiness. And I asked myself, what would I have wanted to know? What would I have wanted to learn then um, that would have helped me make more of my college experience?
and that was the moment? Um, the moment was when students uh, came to me and said, this is really making a difference in my life. So they were taking the research that, um, that, that, that I was sharing in the class and applying it. I want to express my gratitude to Dr. Ben Shahar for having been my guest to talk about an important subject. I really appreciate it, Doctor, and I thank you. Thank you very much. The book is called Happiness Studies. Happiness Studies. Hear more of Michael Smirconish on Sirius XM's POTUS Channel 124. Live weekdays from 9 a.m. to noon east or anytime on the Sirius XM app. Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and at Smirconish.com. Book Club with Michael Smirconish. New episodes drop Tuesdays and Fridays. Ready to set off on your captivating journey into the botanical world? NYBG's brand new online education program, Plant Studio, offers bite-sized courses tailor-made for you to pursue your passion as a budding plant person. Guided by professionals, dig into gardening, botany, floral design, landscape design, and more. Grow your skills with online learning your way. Register at nybg.org.